At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Well, as you know, we always have rational thoughts in a show, rarely by me, but always by our guests. My 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 thoughts are more random, but sometimes irrational. Um, I've got a guest on today that um, it's just uh, there's no other way to describe her except charismatic, charming, lovely. She's a master teacher of body language communication, and she incorporates this approach in helping women who struggle with confidence and feeling authentic in their business. Her first career was in the beauty industry and trained her in the science of sales, and she believes. Relationship building is an art form. So welcome my guest today, Laurel Elian. How are you doing? I'm well. Thanks so much, Doug, for very welcome. You used to be in the beauty industry. Were you like a model or you what'd you do? Uh, so I, I was trained as a stylist. I became a business owner. Wow. I also was trained in international um, hair designs and oh. in that I worked with a, an international design team that would develop the fashions, the hair fashions that they would bring forward for the following year. Wow. Yeah. That's what, and, you know, Zohan is one of my favorite movies. That's good. Oh, <laughs> there you go. What, which, which movie was that? With Adam Sandler. <clears throat> he goes to Paul Mitchell to be a, he was a former like Mossad agent and he goes to Paul Mitchell to be a hairstylist. I have to look that one up. It's, you yeah. know, I'm not a big Adam Sandler fan because the movies all seem to be the same. But this yeah. was a little breakout. It was a little bit quirky, unusual. So it was uh, different. I rather enjoyed it. But well, you know, I love I love being in the beauty industry. Yeah. Um, I learned a lot of you know. I'm very creative, but I was also trained by chemists in the industry that developed hair products yeah. to so to understand hair from the point of view of underneath the microscope, because my job is sales. And, yeah. and I loved that perspective being backed up by science. But when you understand the underlying uh, vision, yeah, it right. creates bigger vision. Yeah. <laughs> One of the biggest issues I want to tackle, let's get right to the big heart of me, the thing <clears throat> is the um, body image, uh, positivity, uh, confidence, yeah. and the absolute... Um, shift that I've seen lately in, um, in that industry where, you know, before a few years ago, if you were not a, a zero <clears throat> or, you know, borderline anorexic, you couldn't, you couldn't, you know, show clothes on TV. Yeah. And now it's come to the point where they're putting like average size plus size in it's, it's very almost, almost more common than these, uh, skinny girls. What do you say about that? Yeah. Well, it's, it's time, um, uh, mm -hmm. because we're, we're real people, first of all, and I, I did a little bit of modeling way back. Uh, yeah, nothing, yeah. <laughs> nothing serious, but uh, you know, I, I was very. I remember when a size two was too big on me. I right. remember that, but that was from anorexia, <laughs> from fitting in. And yeah. today, um, all these years later, it's it's about health. It's right. about being real and. To be those, uh, honestly, there's so many issues out there and in, in that what what the food additives do to our body, what stress does to our body, that mm -hmm. it's impossible to maintain that with and to be healthy. It really is. So well, it's, it's uh, almost like it's 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 um, in terms of, you know, a bunch of things come to mind. Um, you know, what's what's normal, what's natural. And it feels like whatever you are, unless you're unless you're obese and unhealthy. Right. But whatever you are. That's natural, whether you're, you know, 
thin, thick, thicker. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's what it is. I, I totally agree. And, um, you know, that, that body image part of my life led me to working with with people, women in particular, on a healthier basis, because what I was struggling with, I realized that I wasn't alone. So the last uh, decade, I've been trained in the body-mind connection. I'm actually a teacher of psychosomatic therapy, which teaches you to understand how you've come to be in the shape you're in. And through learning that process, I've, I've watched people who are I, I would say stunning, gorgeous, beautiful body and how they feel about themselves and what they see in the mirror. So what's you know, it, it really opened my eyes to how we all can be so distorted. And it's really important to understand that, um, you know, how how we talk to ourselves on the inside becomes what we see on the outside and to surround ourselves with a healthy um just all kinds of healthy influences from the food that we eat to the people we're around and that our body is the container that carries us through life that it's uh worthy of our attention often people put more um into the cars they drive than into understanding this vehicle that carries us through life so to um, really become become more healthy in that it's I always say it's an inside job. What's going on in here <laughs> is reflected out there. So to really um, you know not not let what's going on out there and, and it's a challenge because our virtual world is um, a lot of smoke and mirrors. And so today in business, that's how I bring that awareness and that my, um, you know, gifts to, to women who wouldn't otherwise hear about it because we tend to sacrifice our health and our self-care for chasing our business dreams or chasing a dollar to pay the bills, which again is the outside world. So um, client attraction to me is about all about being healthy, body, mind, then business, <laughs> and uh, being feeling whole and complete in your inner world, and then go out and serve. It really is that, um, you know, the, like the commercial for doing the oxygen on your airplane uh, for you first before you try and help someone else. That's the lifeline to your business too. Serve yourself first. Right, absolutely. Um, obviously no names. I'd like to hear a story of transformation of someone who was, you know, on the brink of utter despair and, and then what you did, what kind of things do you do to help people, you know, realize their best self? Yeah. Um, well, 64 years old, very successful business owner and, um, still feeling like she's missed out on life. And, uh, uh, so dealing with what childhood trauma looked like, even, even though we often don't think about it that way, because, well, that's just the way life is. That's what's happened. But when you see that how you do anything is how you do everything, and that's reflected in all the relationships in your personal and business. So um, the way that her languaging came across was very harsh because she'd been treated very harsh from very early in life. 
And um, today uh, it's learning how to be softer in herself, learning that the words that she speaks, even though she thinks that you know, previously, I, I was the same way too, thinking a lot of the things that I said were funny. And I didn't catch the cues from other people's body language that it actually made them uncomfortable rather than, um, you know, the laugh, the laugh was uncomfortable. So I watched that with myself so I could relay that, relate to this client very, very well. So uh, softening the jokes, uh, listening to what other people say, connecting eye to eye. So she actually now is uh, writing songs and a bit of a singing career. <laughs> she doesn't necessarily want a job, but she wants to share her message out to the world. So uh, she's looking softer, which means she's actually looking younger because carrying the emotional baggage through your life uh, really shows up on our face in uh, premature aging. And uh, when you let go of that, you look more filled with life, uh, more vitality, and you have a more youthful energy. So does that um, does that make sense? Yeah, totally. What um what kind of I mean? So she can you give me like markers like where where she was like financially, emotionally, and then where you took her like success story type yeah. thing. Oh, okay. So um, I'll I'll give you another one because this is this is really. Uh, um such a common theme uh women that who are already success have been successful in a career and that would be uh the one the one one gal in particular that i'm thinking of and uh an educator special education and um sitting on a really good pension but wants to reach others and struggling struggling in the message that she had because actually she gave away too much of herself helping people um, for free, not realizing how that was damaging her in her business. So what, what we did was turn that into, into be, be, she'd become a servant basically to her business and to the people that she was serving. Because people love free, but they don't value it. So um, that's that's one of the reasons too why we have a, a low show rate when we offer offer freebies and things don't uh, emails don't get opened. So creating a master class and um, a system of bringing people in so that they have the opportunity to be with her and say yes to her the first time and then the next step was moving them into a uh, program where she charged so uh the bottom dollars are are not in just yet on on that program but she's making money where she used to give it away for free well that sounds like an infinity returner if you're going from zero to a dollar that's still infinity it's a it's a great that's like 90 percent of the job is done now now it's just a matter of scaling that sounds like right is exactly because we we get into that habit of giving it away and then feeling like geez i gave it away and and now i have to work harder so they give more and right. and they work even more against themselves so right. you just flip that switch in yourself seeing the right. value in yourself mm -hmm. and, and that's the biggest one um I love yeah. it. Mm -hmm. how do people how do people like find you to, to, I mean, or a better question would be like, how do they, um, are people always aware that they, 
of their of their issues, or do you help them become more aware by some questioning or something? Yeah, right. Because here's here's something that I, I learned long ago is what what's going on uh, with you? Are you attracting or repelling? We we actually become our own blind spot. So if you walked around, if this was a mirror, if you walked around with the mirror, you would truly you'd be doing corrections to give your your best side, the best view of you. But what, um, because we don't walk around with the mirror, we don't see that all of those little nuances or the languaging that people are uh, not attracted to us. So I created what I call the client attraction session so that um, in that people get an introduction to learning how they're attracting or repelling. So basically, I've been trained as a psychosomatic face reader, which isn't anything psychic. It's all about how you feel about what life has done to you. It's how you've fleshed out and causes how you look the way that you do. So when they have a client attraction session, they get a face reading. And I don't tell them anything that they don't already know about themselves but they understand themselves at a deeper level. And I may tell them more about them than those living with them understand about them. And that, that's what I always hear back is, you knew more about me than my husband does. Or, you know, because it's, it's kind of like the secrets that we think we're carrying around, but actually your body language messaging sends that message out there very loudly. It's kind of like the mask that we wear when we walk into a room, we put on a false smile and uh, everything's okay. But that's not how it works. It's more like the face that mom says, don't make that face, you'll stay that way. That's what happens to us. But we don't see that. When you stand in the mirror in the morning and do the lipstick or the shaving face, that's only un until you walk away because then the world sees what I call the driving to work phase. <laughs> That's when all of the information comes in and you process and you think about all the things that you need to do in that day, uh, all the things that you wish you'd have done yesterday. And uh, you know, 80% of our thoughts today come from 90% of the thoughts that we had yesterday. So we're caught in this loop that's where the patterns come in. And that's how we end up looking the way that we do. So when we have, uh, when you have a psychosomatic face reading, you become aware of that. And then I take them through a process of corrections so that they become aware of it and they start shifting that pattern, which over time shifts the way people respond or react to you. And it actually shifts the way that you look. And um, then we go into a laser coaching session, which where are you right now in your business? And that face reading will tell you a lot about that client attraction factor. And then we can segue that into more attraction rather than repelling. You know, yeah. I think it's probably, it sounds like it's even more, more relevant today than a few years ago. I mean, certainly met people in person a lot before the pandemic but now we're such a zoom generation where all you get is a face i don't get stature or anything else is just this right so it's yeah. is it more important now than it ever has been or am i just making that up no absolutely and what's going on in our time right now is all about connection and 
so many people struggle with it because they're not used to being confined with those that they love, their family. That's not been their pattern. The pattern has been get up, get ready, go to work, go and be out there all day. Now it's about come home. And I use that as a metaphor for what's going on with you. And I'm seeing it in networking calls. I love this as a face reader. I am intrigued with what's going on. And, and it is a, a new way of being out there, even more so, because if you're going to Remember when you went to the office, if you still go to the office, good for you. But wow, um, we're mass consciously taking our living room into our board meetings and our clients are feeling that. I've seen the most atrocious things happening out there and people don't realize because again, you're not used to walking around with that mirror, seeing what you look like. Um, we're hearing a lot of interesting stories, but all you have to do is get on a, a networking call today and see how people are forgetting about how important it is to show up, to be the best version of you. And that's um, going to become an art form more than ever. You know, it's it's so weird. Um, I've always, my business has always been virtual. I, I, I probably met in 12 years, maybe five of my clients in person. But um, I do notice a difference, and this might be if it's TMI, you can well, it's my show, I can say what I want. But yeah. when you when you get on a Zoom call, if I like it's a morning call and I haven't like, I don't know, showered yet or something, I just put a shirt on it, brush my teeth and come here. It's still different from actually the normal routine, what you do, which you I never go to the office without showering, but for some reason on Zoom, I'm like, ah, eh, I look okay, let's get going. But it, well, it's it energy different, I think. You're exactly right. Yeah. How you how you make your bed in the morning sets yep. the tone for the day. My one of my first spiritual teachers, um, till his last breathing day, making his bed was the primary uh, thing. Uh, I, in my own uh, personal life, I started going to bed earlier, getting up earlier. I prided myself on being a, a night owl, and then getting up early. I was exhausted most of my life. I am. At the age that I am, I'm realizing that I missed out on a lifetime of really awesome sleeping hours and how my productivity is so much better. If I don't uh, get up in the morning and have my do my hydration, it, it's a serious program I take very seriously because I've learned the difference. So the hydration, the body work, meditation, I often don't have time for all of the meditation that I do. That's the only thing I sacrifice because I'll catch up with it later in the day because I'll require it later in the day. But if I don't do that, my day sucks. Even if I've, I've got productivity, I don't feel my best version of me. And I also can't talk it to my clients. So my clients, I up their game by upping my game. So wherever you are in your business, if you technique it and that's that's what i used to see a lot when i was teaching therapies was that they'd come in they'd learn it so it's just like you going reading the book and then telling your clients to do this or talking that technique if you don't do it for yourself they're they're not going to buy into what you're selling either but when you do it you raise your vibration low level thinking hovers down here high level thinking creates a dynamic energy that people are attracted to it so whatever is going on around you who's look around see who's in your circle 
if you need to increase what's going on in your in any area of your life, check what you're doing, how you're starting your day. The first easiest thing you can do is go to bed early, get up early, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, that's that sleep thing is is, is vital, right? It, you know, sleep and stress are that's the first thing before vitamins and nutrition. If you're not getting enough sleep, uh, you can forget everything else. I think it doesn't really help a lot. Here, here's what happens, especially for women, is that uh, the the stress of not sleeping, not hydrating, not doing body work, your body's designed perfectly the way it is. If you're not happy with it, it's because it's sending you signals. There's something that you're supposed to do. And generally, it comes back to your self-care, which is not just going for a pedicure and manicure. It's about what does my body need? So many people become disconnected to their body because it's all about go out there, do the job, uh, take care of everybody else's schedules. Uh, you miss the gym, you miss the fitness, or you're running around drinking coffee or doing the drive-through. Nothing wrong with all of that, but when you when it becomes your habit, that's when it works against you. So we become hard in our body. Our body starts showing it and it'll show up in the facial features. A square face is, I learned from the beauty industry, we squared men off and we rounded women up. And how that translates into energy and balance is creating, uh, softening the square edges, creating more, more, um, uh, firm qualities, more, more masculine when it's too round, too round means emotional. I had a really round face inside, but I had really square features because I would become really hard biting my tongue in a busy real estate career back then. I left the beauty industry and went into real estate so that I could fulfill this dream of traveling after making lots of money, but that's not how it went. And maybe you find yourself in that pattern too, where it's like, this isn't how I thought my life would look. So you start biting your tongue, beating yourself up because you're not meeting your goals or you're living a false lifestyle. And then you start getting sick. Maybe you lose your memory. Well, it's working on your hormones because you're caught in a stress flight or fight response and your body's saying what the heck's going on what are you doing to me this, this so you're miserable all the time so you're in the miserable hormones instead of the happy hormones i do it honestly i i did a thing with my myself that i would force myself to laugh that was when i got past my my bad when i was getting past my bad habits and learning these alternative ways i knew i had to change the habits i was so miserable i didn't realize i'd become so miserable doug i was so grumpy people ran from me my own kids couldn't stand being around me and all i wanted was to you know just be around them was and it a, was it a fake laugh or a real one you forced uh, yourself to laugh in the beginning yeah it was really fake i want to hear okay okay you everyone do this with me the more ridiculous it sounds the more yeah. important it is that you're supposed to do it and I actually, you, if you incorporate more breath, you bring oxygen, yeah. which is life force energy right. in. So bring that oxygen in right down to the very the bottom of your lungs, but think bottom of your belly if you're like, okay, uh -huh. so we'll do it together. Okay. So okay. Breathe in. ready. <laughs> Coughing is good. It means you're mixing things yeah, up. <laughs> So it's best actually if you laugh. I've done it in rooms filled with people. 
And many of it's quiet at first, but yeah. the more you get into it, the more it's like, it's a full body orgasm. Honestly, uh -huh. it activates everything. I guess I everything. You know, it's um, funny. Um, the, the breath thing is so underrated in, in Western culture, but in Eastern culture, like when I was in martial arts, we talk about breathing almost as much as anything else. And what you just mentioned about, you know, the full breath and getting it out. There's so much science behind it. Are you, as you're aware, um, I had one doctor who, um, she was a second chance doctor, people who had, um, terminal illness, like, okay, your previous doctor said you're going to die. They don't know anything. I'm going to treat you as though you're going to live. So let's try different things here. And these are different modalities, Eastern, Western. She didn't care. She tried everything for him. This one guy had like stage four testicular, testicular cancer. One removed, one, it was just really bad. It was, you know, this close to, to um, it, it killing him. And they tried a bunch of different therapies, whatnot. And she said, I don't know. Why don't you try watching two comedies a day? He watched two comedies a day for six, seven months. Cancer's gone. Now, disclaimer, I'm not saying this is a cure for cancer. I'm saying in his case, the endorphins released during laughter, the body said, well, he's not going to die now. And uh, I'm sure cancer can't live in this kind of environment. So out it went. Yeah, well, cancer, the frequency of cancer is low level. Yeah. So you raise the vibration of the container. Mm -hmm. It can't live in that. So my journey took me on to, um, to a yoga practice and becoming a yoga teacher and I traveled inside of those teachings and I've had amazing teachers inside of that that grew up in the tradition of yoga and they don't talk science they are science yoga is science it's the original science as far as I'm concerned so I, I adopted a ohm practice my yoga teacher gave me an ohm practice that I felt it was important to also share that with my yoga students. So uh, I've gifted that to my students, my husband, and we actually, as we travel the world, we, when we're in these amazing locations, we own there. We own because of the idea of raising our own frequency, our own vibration, but leaving a bit of our own footprint behind in that we, you know, it's, it's just a spiritual practice to me. So through oming, and what you do when you om is you activate all of the energy centers, whether you believe in it or not, you're made up of energy. You have meridians, you have vortex of energy that are you. And that's how you take in information from the outside world. That's part of how, you know, we know how to respond. If you, um, they say Jesus had, had a, uh, an aura that was a mile wide, mother Teresa block, several blocks wide. You know, it's, it's like, there's, there's an energy that is you. So as I did this OM practice, my voice started changing my life also started changing. I'm I'm not so shy to <laughs> do the crazy lady laugh in front of people I've never met before. And it, it because a lot of what inhibits us, lowers our vibration, comes from feeling like we can't express ourselves. And that uh, low level thinking also is part of what uh, causes us not to breathe. And that's part of what uh, holds us in that um, stress mode, that fear mode, and because the blood also doesn't um, doesn't circulate. If I told you that if um, 
if I show you how to breathe more deeply and that it would uh, prevent Alzheimer's dementia, it would uh, also help to um, prevent heart disease. It'll, it'll create a longer, better quality of life. Would you do it? Heck yeah. Over the last, in our last few minutes here, give me, give me your top tips here. I'm not a woman, but sometimes I can't sleep. So give me the top, top three tips here. Yeah. So uh, increase your hydration, half okay. your body weight in water. Start mm -hmm. first thing in the morning upon rising. It'll stimulate your internal furnace and it'll give you really great skin. It will improve your uh, memory. I'm proof mm -hmm. of that. I had a brain injury as a child. Okay. And um, actually, I'm only discovering now, I'm almost 60. I love saying that because I don't feel that in my in my body. And I, I don't believe I, I look like the traditional uh, grandma. <laughs> no. And um, my that brain injury is what set me apart from my siblings. And mm. I have a better memory today than I've ever had in my life. Wow, that's great. And that's and there's science to to back up that's what they're discovering, but it's like I'm I'm living it, I'm proving it. I have a that's great cool. relationship with my doctor. She's amazed actually at what's going on with me. Mm -hmm. and so so I, I we all are a great big chemistry project. We that's are right. chemistry. Yeah. So hydration um, and a body practice, because if you don't use it, you will lose it. Your body, they've proven, uh, they did the research, the studies are in that we don't uh, lose muscle, we don't atrophy as we age, because we have an attitude of of aging is why we uh, we lose it. So as long as you use it, you're not going to lose your uh, your body's not going to atrophy. And um, yeah, stop saying you're old. That that's yes. I, I I did yep. a book with a with a longevity guy. I met him at the A4M conference, and he talked about all the things he's doing, which is forward thinking. He doesn't go to the past research studies. He looks at forward thinking things, and he's got me some supplement routine. And we talked about his book, and we published his book for him. And he said, well, based on what I'm doing with my life, I should go to about 140 or so. Now, yeah. before he said those words, you know, I just turned 60. I'm like, yeah, two thirds way down here, you know. And as soon as he said those words and working on his book, I'm like, I made a decision. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to 120. So I felt younger. I'm like, well, I'm only halfway there. I got I got 60 to go. Yeah. It really, your mindset that people can put poodle all you want. But uh, yeah, you're right. The attitude is it controls everything. It's really. Well, the words that we say have a power to yeah. them. If you think right. of uh, a quick example, mm -hmm. I love you, Doug. You know, oh, I love you too. How that feels. And, yeah. and I'm going to say another statement. I'm not going to direct it at you, but okay. I hate you. Right. And uh, how that feels in your body, that uh, Dr. Emoto, <laughs> all, all the work that he did with uh, emotions and water, that's yeah. true. We are. Right of that. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So whatever you're talking about, it manifests itself at a cellular level. Yep. Again, that chemistry in your body. So you get to choose what you look like, what your life looks like. And however old, whatever age I, I end up being, I want every day to be the best day. I want to feel good to that very end day. Retire. Why would you want to be tired again? Right. So oh, no. <laughs> not, not, on the, not on, the, on the agenda. 
Laurel, it's great talking to you today. What can people get a hold of you or get more information and uh, stay younger and healthier and all that good stuff? Yeah, for sure. Google me. Google me. I love that one. Google you. LaurelEliyan.com or Client Attraction Queen. Um, I'm Yeah, I, that's me. All right. Look her up, folks. She's got some good stuff there. Obviously, a vision of, uh, of youth and vitality. Can't go wrong because she's the walking billboard for it. Thank you so much. Great to have you on the show today. Thank you so much, Doug. You bet. You and don't forget to go ahead and subscribe below. We've got some good show notes here and goodies. So maybe some freebies for you. And you can get Laurel's website there as well. So check it out and we'll see you next time.